I'm Cece and this is Spela Golf. Hi Barbie. I'm sorry. I had to literally everywhere I go, I'm seeing Barbie. I, I saw I know. It's just Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. It's Barbie. It's funny though cuz whatever job you have or a school or whatever, you like there's some Barbie somewhere. I know. And like did you play with car. Barbies? Of like, course as I played a kid. with Barbie. I was like, I love Barbie. I know. I was um my daughter turns 3 on Sunday. And so I went to the store to get her uh a birthday gift and I saw like the little Barbie car and I remember when I got that as a kid it was literally the best day of my life it's so fun I yeah. love Barbie toys it's the best and so you need to like add it on your to-do list to go see Barbie I know I still haven't seen it oh, I'll go see it again I don't know yeah I'm like I don't know who to bring like should I bring, I'll bring my it. husband I'll come yes bring okay. bring your husband okay fine we'll plan it out we'll make a time anyways um anything exciting just at my Kids are back in school. My daughter turns three, which I can't believe, but I'm so excited. We're going to have our first little birthday party on Saturday. Oh, that is so fun. I'm just fun. so excited. Oh, <laughs> yes. How exciting. How about you? Um, That was, I mean, I'm trying to think. Really Barbie. Barbie <laughs> has really been my highlight like the past month. So, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> so for the first, Barbie. For I the know. first nine episodes, you can't come up. <laughs> With the highlight, and no, now well, you went to see Barbie, yeah. and you're telling me that's your highlight it's like, it's, for a month. Uh, no. Wow, it's just been try. It's just everywhere the past month. It came out like the I feel like a, about a month ago, and so it's been everything I go is about Barbie. I've already seen like oh Barbie Halloween costumes. Like people see, are I don't planning see so you ahead as a Barbie kind Barbie. of girl. I know, I know, but then I just always loved Barbies because I just. My older sisters, they would play with more American Girl dolls when I was like, yeah, I we didn't have more. Those. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, makes sense. Uh, anyways, so today I want to talk about hazards, rules, and just stuff. Okay. So, so you're telling me you want to do this episode and you're so into this episode. Yes. Why are you so into this episode? Because I want to be able to have a more understanding like I know it, but I also want a simplified version of it. So when people ask me, oh, what's a red steak? What's a yellow steak? What are white steaks? Then I can like give a better explanation to. Yeah. And I feel like you'll be able to clarify things in a very simplified version. Okay. That's kind of what I want to talk about it. And especially if you're, I feel like if you're starting to play golf a lot more, you're going to kind of want to know, oh, I hit it in the water. What do I do? Because sometimes, oh, well, that was just a practice. So we'll just like keep playing off our original Correct. ball. Mm -hmm. Like that's what we want to do. Just like, oh, scratch it. It was an accident. But in reality, we kind of got to know what are the rules if I hit it into the trees, into the water. Yeah. Stuff it's like that. It's very different. Actually, my high school students had um, high school tryouts last week. And I think that's very interesting what you're saying, because when we practice, we're like, oh, that wasn't a good shot. We'll just drop another one just to like get a positive mindset to like, I can do it. I can get it on the green or I can hit this drive. But when it comes down to playing one ball, counting all your strokes, then where are we actually at? So interesting. Okay, go ahead. What's the first one? So what I want you to kind of explain to me are yellow stakes and red stakes, because I know they're similar to each other. So red stakes is like lateral hazard. That's the definition. Um, you have three options with red stakes. 
So I want you to picture hitting on a par three with water and you hit the golf ball from the tee box, but you end up in the water. So what are your options from here? So you have three. You can take two club lengths from the hazard and then drop it from your knees. Remember, that was a rule change in 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to drop it from your knees. When I was growing up, we dropped it from the shoulder. So yeah, that was a lot. Actually, my coach in, in college, that was one of the things that we practiced was to drop our golf ball so that we wouldn't end up in a crappy lie. Because would it just keep rolling? Is that why? Yeah. I mean, like my senior year, I mean, I, that only was, I think I had to do it for like a year and that's it yeah, during that's that season. True. And then in 2019, I graduated and the rules changed for they college. Changed, yeah. Well, so you can drop it um, twice. So you drop it once, it rolls out of where you marked it with your T's. Um, so the two club links, like mark it with two T's to make sure you know where you're at. And then you drop it once. If it rolls out of that little dropping zone that you just created, then you get to drop it again. And then um, if you do that and it rolls out, you actually get to place it where the first bounce was. So um, that's one for the lateral hazard. The second one is that you can go back on the line. So you can go as far back as you want um, where it crossed in the line with the flag. And then the third one is that you can just retee it. So those are your three options that you have with red stakes. Yes. And so from those are the three options for red stakes. And then I was moving, we have two options for yellow. Correct. So are we basically getting rid of the lateral relief? Yes. For yellow stakes. Because yellow is not lateral. It's just hazard. So with that, you get to go back in the line or you get to retee it if it was on a par three. Got it. Okay. That makes sense for those. Usually though, like on courses in tournaments or even sometimes on courses in general, they have already made up drop zones. So, but that will be on the scorecard. That will be in the local rules. You know, please use our drop zone um, pretty much for pace of play. <laughs> yeah. So you'll see like they probably mark it in like white um, white paint or something and it just says drop zone on there. So just always make sure that you know your options. Um, and just to highlight too that all the rules, I want you to look at them as benefits and not something is there to like punish you. And oh, I'm in trouble. Obviously. Well, yeah. obviously you're in trouble because you put yeah. yourself in trouble. But if you have, if you know the rules, you can use them. So if you know the rules for red stakes, then you have three options and you can from there make the best decision for your game rather than saying, oh, I have to retee it. Well, what if you're not great at 130 yards, but really you could walk up all the way almost like 40 yards from the green and drop it to club lengths or go back in the line. If you know that you hit your sandwich exactly 61 yards, just walk back to 61 yards and then you hit it from there. So just be smart and use the rules to your advantage rather than seeing you know, like, oh, no, like, I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't know the rules. This is the only one that I know. Yeah. So use it. Make sure you know it. I try to highlight all the time to, if you learn the rules, they're actually going to benefit you sometimes. And for rules, especially um, before this episode, I downloaded the rules of golf app and it's actually super helpful. 
Like, I feel like because they're so, I mean, we're just going over the like simplified versions of hazard, but yes. there are literally probably 200 rules in golf. There well, there's are so a many. Rule for the rule for the rule. So, yes. like, when you <laughs> something about the rules book, and I've, well, I'm not going to say too much, but I've always had this vision of what I wanted to do with the rules book. And there's already stuff out there on Amazon. Like, you can, Amazon, like a little simplified rules, like not a book, but like a little booklet or whatever. Um, just exactly doing that, giving you like the simplified version of the rules because there's so many. And when people say they want to start playing golf, it's literally not just only swinging the golf club. You need to know the rules. You need to know the etiquette rules. Like where do you park the cart? Like you can't walk across the green with your push cart like you can't stand in someone's line you can't do this you can't do that like there's a lot that goes into playing golf um and for beginners especially i think it's important because they get so caught up in the driving range but the more they can get out on the course the more they're gonna like experience these situations and people are gonna tell you like oh hey you can't stand in my line but instead of being offended by that be like okay i'm gonna take a note of that because that's an etiquette rule or you know oh i see a a red stake like what does that mean make a note and then go into your phone like google it you know make and, sure it says 2019 yeah and i feel like back in high school playing those high school tournaments i had to ask for help i'm like i am so brand new to golf and i was like not afraid like hey, I just hit it in the water. Kind of what exactly do I do? Do I do two club lengths? Do I take it back? And so coaches would be there to help because I mean, I'm a beginner. And so it's something, I mean, there's still so many rules. So I felt, I don't know. Yeah. I felt like it was super helpful back in high school having well, coaches help players. Yeah. And, and for us coaches, especially, you know, I coached a community college. I coached a division one team in New Jersey and I need to know all this because I'm running into all these different scenarios and there's always going to be rules officials out there. So I always, even though I know the rule, I still, I'm not questioning it, but I want to make sure it's a hundred percent correct. Right. So like I always wave over a rules official. Um, but you're going to have, if it's parents or, you know, just people watching, you're going to have someone saying, I don't think that's right. And that's why you need to be 100% sure that you are correct in what you're about to do. Um, I had a scenario when I was um, I was coaching the community college here in Arizona and someone ended up on a car path. And so the car path rule, which goes back to actually the hazard rule, um, the car path rule is like if you end up on the car path, you get free relief because it's man-made. So anything that's man-made, you get free relief from. So that's a good rule to know. But then here's, you know, added on that what's man-made, you know, because did you plant this tree? Is it man-made? Like, no, like trees are not man-made. <laughs> Car pads are made man-made. Um, electrical boxes are man-made. Like fences can be out of bounds, but it could be man-made, but it can also be a part of the course, like just make sure you know what it is. And when you play in a tournament, you get a low rules sheet. So you know what to look for on that course specifically. But anyways, one of my girls ended up on the car path and there were bushes behind because you cannot, you do not ever get free relief or any type of relief closer to the hole. 
So you always have to move backwards. Okay. So in this particular situation, she ended up on a car path. It was up by the green. So it was maybe like 20 yards off the green, but there were bushes behind the car path. So if she was going to take free relief, she would have to take free relief in the bushes. And what good would that do? Yes. If you have to be in a bush. So can you just hit it off the car? Exactly. So you can always, always, always hit your ball if you want to. You can dive down in the water and try and hit from there. Like nothing is stopping you from hitting your golf ball in the water. Nothing is stopping you from hitting the golf ball off the cart path or in a bush. Like you always have the option to hit from where your ball is. Even it's inside the red stakes you know absolutely and it's just plants or whatever and yes. so i can just hit it out of there i don't if you have think to. you can hit it then hit it but again going back to what's actually smartest here if you take a swing at it and you miss it then maybe it would have been better to drop it because now you actually hit your penalty stroke yes flashback to a tournament <laughs> um, but i think that's really important to know because you don't have to take a penalty you don't have to take a stroke you can always hit it from there. So this girl actually took out her putter and she was like, you know what? I think my best option is to hit it from the car path. And a parent was like, no, 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 you can't hit it from the car path. And she goes, yes, I can. And so she called me over and I said, no, you can. You can hit it from wherever you want to. You don't have to take a penalty stroke. So I was super proud of her because we had just worked on that is learning the rules and what you can do. Because if she wouldn't have known that she could hit it off the car path, she would drop it in the bushes. And what good, you know. Yeah, like what is she going to do from there? And that makes it tough. And so, yeah. And then she would have to um, play, like play it as an unplayable and then take in the three, whatever. That's a different story. But I was super proud of her for standing up for herself, knowing that that was the rule and that was an option. And she hit it with her putter 20 yards off the green, made it on the green, two putted and walked away with a bogey. Cool. Perfect. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and another rule too, to, um, that was changed in 2019. So the rules book has been the rules book forever, but in 2019, they made all the changes to it. Um, so just want to highlight that before 2019, you could not ground your club in a hazard. So you could not rest your club on the grass um, in a hazard or in the water, whatever the hazard is. Um, But that changed. So now you can ground your club. Do you think that made a big difference in golf? Absolutely. Think of how many people struggle with bunker shots because you can't ground the club. Yeah. And that's still the case. You can you cannot ground the club. You cannot touch the sand with your club in your backswing or in your practice swing because that's a, a stroke penalty. Um, but in like yellow and red, you can now ground your club. A lot of people are now able to hit the ball out there because they don't whiff it anymore. <laughs> and just, I mean, yeah, just feeling out the situation before you hit it. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that made a huge difference for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of a little bit of those red and yellow stakes. And we'll always go back and give more examples, I feel like, with those situations to really, you know, get even better understanding. Yes. So the next stakes are white. Yes. And so white stakes are out of bounds. Yes. And so I know um, if I'm on the tee box and I hit the ball into the trees and I'm like, oh, I think that's OB, what do you do? 
Well, so this is an interesting story where we actually had to look this up because I was like, did they come up with a new rule? Um, and we'll get to that story. But if you, let's say that, and again, there will be on your scorecard or the local rules, like they will tell you what out of bounds is. If it's the white stakes, if it's the wall, whatever. But white stakes in general means out of bounds. However, you'll see a white stake in the middle of the fairway, then that usually means that you're 150 yards from the flag. So don't don't be confused that that's out of bounds. So out of bounds is on the side of the of the course. Um, but if you hit it from the tee box, you hit it in the trees, you, you don't know if it's out of bounds or not, then you just hit a provisional. That's the first step. But you have to announce that you are hitting a provisional. Don't just take out a ball and, and hit another one because then that that's the one that's going to be in play. Okay, so announce that that's a provisional ball. And then when you get up there, um, it, you need to find your first one. So you need to tell the people, like on the first tee box, you should always tell your group what ball you're playing. So my name is Annie. I'm playing a Titleist 1 with two red dots on it. Perfect. My provisional, I'm playing a Titleist 2 with green dots on it so that everyone knows that you're not going to cheat, <laughs> pretty much. Um, so when you get up there and you find the ball, your first one, your ball is on the course. But when you set up to it, your feet are outside of the white stake. What do you think is... You can still hit it. Yes. Even if your stance is outside. Yeah. Even if your stance are outside of the course... Your ball is the only thing that matters. And so you're hitting your second shot. Yes, that's it. So if your ball is inside, yeah, that would be your second shot. I mean, you can hit a bounce on, out of bounds on your second to your third one, but yes, that's... And especially as we're talking about this, the out of bounds, I feel like if you... Provisionals are very like handy to use, even if you're... Even when you're 50-50 always hit a provisional because if, if you don't hit it yeah because if you don't hit a provisional then you are like oh it's ob then you have to go all the way back to the t box and then that adds extra time and i feel like stress and it's just like it would make yeah. me stressed because i've been put in those situations before of course that i've had to go back to the t box and i've had to do all that and so yeah. and then you feel pressured and people are staring at you the group behind you is probably on the t box waiting yeah so always hit a provisional even if you're like the smallest amount of like questioning if your ball is in or out. Um, but the story that you came to me like a couple of months ago and I was like, oh my God, did they change something? Like, I'm not sure what just happened. And you told me, oh, I was playing at Torian, correct? Yes. And you said, um, so the out of bounds rule is that I can take um, like lateral relief or relief from where it crossed the right? Is that yeah. what you said? It's where it crossed like, oh, if it's going into OB, because what I've learned is, oh, I can basically drop it in the fairway, like, oh, where it crossed, like water, like the hazard. Okay. But I would be hitting my fourth shot from yes. that spot. And I questioned my whole life when you brought that up to me, because I'm like, how did I miss this rule? Like, how did I not know that this was a rule? And I was searching and searching and I couldn't find anything. And it turns out it's just a local rule. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're playing in a tournament where they're like, you know what, we don't have time for people 
to go back and forth and it's adding a lot of extra time, we're just going to incorporate this rule that you can drop it in the fairway, but it's a two-stroke penalty. That is not in the rules book. It's just a local rule. But that would be on like the sheet that they would give you on the first tee box and they would probably announce it too. Um, but don't get that twisted, you know, if you guys go out because that's not in the rules book. It's just yeah. a local rule. That makes sense. But yeah, I so, did question. I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, me too. How I did was I miss like, that? And you were like, no, we did that. And I'm like, there's no way that I, happened without my knowledge. And that's what I thought knowledge. too. I was like, um, I don't know if this like is 100% because I'm like, how am I? I've always learned you've got to hit it again off the tee box. So that was kind of interesting. So I'm like, it makes sense if that has to go in with pace of play. Yeah. That's kind of the summary of yellow stakes, red and white. Yes. And those are the ones you're going to see most often, um, like out on the golf course. So any golf course that you play, if if it has water, if it has any type of hazard, it's going to be yellow, red, and then out of bounds are white. And did we just mention this? Or a ball lost, if not found in three minutes after the player is searching for it. Did we mention that's, that? No, we did no. not mention that, but that's also a new rule. So they, um, they lessen the time for to be able to look for your ball. So you have three minutes to look for your ball. So if, if it's you or your caddy, when you are marching to your ball <laughs> where you think it is and you start looking, uh, rules officials can actually clock you. And when three minutes are up, like that's that's it. And then that's a lost ball. Got it. And then you have to just move on and keep doing that. Yep. It's, and yeah. for the lost ball, if you can't find it, then you have to retee it. Or wherever your last shot was from. With the next couple minutes we have left, I was thinking about, so the other day I noticed um, I was teaching some beginners and I set out these cones as like they're the tea markers mm -hmm. and they were doing it in front of the tea markers. And I was like, okay, so we don't do that. So instead you're max because correct. I remember you made a reel about this before I too. I remember you made a reel. It's two clubs length is how far you can go behind the T markers. Yes. Okay. That's what I clarified with them because I was like a lot of people, they kind of tee up in the middle. Like yeah. you got to be safe because it's a general penalty if you yes. do that. Oh, and general penalty is two strokes. Well, there's one, right? I don't know if it'll be two strokes, but like there's different penalty general penalty one stroke penalty those are like the two that i see the most common in the rules book yeah but the most common one is one so yeah. if you mess up you get one penalty stroke yeah but you are correct like with the t-box um so think of it like as like a little rectangle <laughs> so you have the t-markers and then you get two club lengths behind the t-markers and that's like your little that's why it's called a t-box like you get yeah. your little tee box. So you're not allowed to tee up in front of it. But the same thing as with out of bounds, like as long as your ball is inside the tee markers, your feet can be outside. So as long as the ball is in play, you don't have to be in play. <laughs> like your whole body doesn't have to be in play, just the ball. Yeah. Um, but I think like going back to experience and learning and all that, and the program that you're talking about is a high school program at the golf course where we work. And they get to do that instead of PE. And there's a lot of freshmen this year um, on on the little academy that you're running or that you're <laughs> teaching. Mm -hmm. And 
that's exactly what I'm talking about because you guys split that group into two. So half of the group are on at the practice facility practicing while the other half is on the course playing. And I think that's so perfect because what if all of these kids would be just practicing? Then they would learn absolutely nothing what it's like actually being out on the course. So you're teaching them just a golf swing and that's it, which is, I mean, it's a lot. But for you guys to actually be able to teach them both, like how to act on the golf course. So if you would ask them after the round, like what was the one thing that you learned today? Oh, I'm not allowed to tee up in front of the tee markers. I mean, that's huge because you literally tee off 18 times. So that's a really important rule to know. Yeah, exactly. And especially... um, I'm thinking of stories because I have lots of rule stories from my past oh boy. and a beginner. No. So I remember still about tea boxes. <laughs> so one time I accidentally teed off from the wrong tea box. Like, I don't know why I just like totally spaced. And so me and this other girl, it was in a high school tournament. We teed from the wrong tea box. Mm-hmm. We just totally spaced because you know how it usually goes red, tees white tees blues and so except this time it was like red gold white and i don't know why i think in that moment i just was thinking oh it's white tees because it's like the one back because some holes were whites some reds and so i just decided to just pick the wrong tee box on this hole Mm -hmm. and it wasn't so i hit from it i was like wow that was such a great drive because i just spaced and then the other girl hit from the same tee box as i did and then her coach came and saw her tee off and they were like what are you girls doing from teeing off from that tee box and i was like oh my gosh i think i was like i just screwed up and so the rules a rules official came mm-hmm. and so we officially we had to go um tee from the correct tee box okay but we still got two stroke penalty yeah it is a two, and two stroke, two stroke penalty. and the guy explained to me he was like if you guys would have got would have kept playing that hole from the white tee boxes and didn't realize it until you completed it then you would have been disqualified yes that was something that was like a pretty important rule because i'm like well i gotta pay closer attention yeah i was like and and i agree with that but i also think when you play in a tournament shouldn't the tournament committee like set up your tee boxes make them the same color like make different type of tee markers like i don't know like a giant golf ball that are that's yellow instead i know because it's true because most other ones like the cactus tour or in college or even like the arizona golf association you know they have their own tee yeah, markers you can't miss it. i know so i kind of wish in high school they didn't do that and i wish they well, would have if they're gonna do it in high school then at least pick the same color yeah. So that was something interesting. It was like, or I just, well, I don't know, I spaced, but I was like, that was a rules thing is I got two stroke penalty. <laughs> and you're never going to forget about that moment either. No. So it's never going to happen again. And I think that's another thing that's super important. Like when you're in high school and I just look at my high school kids now and they were nervous for tryouts and, you know, they're just, they get anxiety and they just feel, you know, and I'm like, I get it. I, I don't remember high school tryouts because I didn't have any, but in college, like I get that. But And I know I say this as an adult, but if you can just look at everything that you experience as a learning lesson, you know what? Today I learned that I need to pay closer attention to the tea boxes. Today I learned that I can't walk in someone's line. Today I learned that I have three options from red stakes. Like 
just yeah. if you can just change your mindset and i just wish i could put myself in these girls head <laughs> and just be like it is not the end of the world it's not the end i promise <laughs> you it is not the end <laughs> yes and especially as you're telling me this it's like especially if someone tells you a rule it's not like they're being like oh you didn't know that it's just a rule that you know like not stepping in someone's line oh please don't step in my line yes. and at first i'd be that like oh my gosh what did i do wrong or that was so rude like i didn't know when it's like no it's a rule it's an etiquette yeah. rule and we're trying and they're just that's what you're learning well and some girls like mm. uh, college <laughs> yeah yeah um, so <laughs> truth some <laughs> etiquette rules um people do just to be a-holes <laughs> like i mean there's so many things they're like oh i didn't know i wasn't supposed to step in your line like oh yeah you're playing a division one college you didn't know you couldn't step in someone's line okay uh like i was i don't know if i i told you this before but when i was in college the girls like they were so mean i mean girls are mean they're so mean i know like sometimes it's easier to teach boys than teach girls just because like they're just so mean. Like I, I remember a couple of years ago, I was hosting this like girls clinic and I was like, oh, I can't wait, like girl power. And I'm like, oh my God, they're like bullies, all of them. <laughs> but anyways, I'm teeing off in college and this girl just like rips her glove off in the middle of my backswing. And I'm like, are you serious? That is and she's so like, rude. oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, are you? Are you Is sorry? That, did you say that back to her, or <laughs> no. were you more silent? I was Girl, like, I was like twenty. I was like, the way not I speak good. today is not how <laughs> I spoke back then. Oh yeah, I could tell. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I've changed a little bit in the past three or four years. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. for myself a little more now than I did back then, but yeah, that's what they would do. So there's a difference. Like, yes, in high school, I see it. Like high school or before, if you're a beginner, if you are like genuinely like did not know that that was a rule then that's fine but don't use it <laughs> to your advantage or try to sabotage for someone else yes so um any other rules should i share one last story about having to disqualify a girl or should i save that for next time oh no share so this is at tucson national golf club we are on the 11th hole and one of the girls, she, I, I'm, I know on the putting green, she kicked the golf ball, like literally kept like on purpose, literally getting like a soccer ball and kept kicking it until it was in the hole. And I'm like, thinking like that you didn't see it. No, no. Right in front of me. Like she's like oh. frustrated and she was getting angry beforehand on like the whole before and like, I think she, I'm, I know she made one other mistake. I just can't think of it, but I will always remember she literally was kicking the golf ball. But did she know that she couldn't kick it? Yes. Oh. It was like, because, I mean, this is the 11th hole. She's been following every single rule. And now we're on to hole 11. And she's just like, I'm tired, getting frustrated. And then she kicks the golf ball. And I'm like, hmm. I don't know if that's allowed. I like have to say it like the nice tone. And so I'm like, I think we're going to have to wait for a coach to come because that will probably be a penalty. And then one of the coaches came and he was like, was it an accident? And I'm like, no, it was not an accident. Because side note, a new rule in 2019 is if you did, if, if you did not mean to hit your golf ball, 
and it was an accident, then you just put it back where it was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't agree with it 100%, but that is the new rule. Yeah. So and it was this- an accident. There's a difference between a whiff and an accident, though. Yeah. So if you intentionally try to hit the ball and you missed it, then it counts. But if you're taking a practice wing and you're taking it way too close to the golf ball and you accidentally hit it, you can just put it back in with no penalty. Same thing with the, on the punnet rig anywhere. Yeah. You can do the mm-hmm. same thing. All right. But yeah, so okay. that's what was interesting. No, is I'm like, yeah, she kicked the golf ball. And so I told, I was like, yeah. And I think coach asked her, um, did you intentionally mean to do that? And she was like, yes. And then I was like, yeah. Well, at least she was honest. I flat out, and I think I flat out accidentally. I was like, um, you might be disqualified. I, I just am thinking, and I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, is she going to be disqualified? Like, I didn't tell it directly to her. Like, oh, yeah, you're DQ'd now. But I just am like, that's not allowed. Kicking the golf ball until it goes into the hole. Like, that's yeah, just that's a little strange approach to it. I was like, are you a soccer player? <laughs> I'm like, because we're not here to play soccer. And I think, you know, because it seems easier kicking it in the hole than using a putter. So but, did she just leave then after And then all leave. And then the whole team actually withdrew from the tournament. <gasps> Oopsie. Oh. Yeah. So anyways. Oh, why? Because I think they just were like, you can withdraw like your whole team. And so maybe she got DQ'd and then another girl maybe. I don't know. They withdrew from the tournament. Oh, wow. The whole team. So let me ask you then. Did you feel guilty about that? Um, A little bit. But I was like, I'm not going to let this girl go away with kicking the golf ball until it went in the hole because yeah. I'm like that is just wrong and so I'm gonna I'm not gonna like cover it for her yeah because I'm like no 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 yeah so. I agree there's one thing educating someone about rules but yeah that seems to be a little out of line and I, I think that's very important and I tell my girls that all the time I'm like listen if you see something that's wrong you have to bring it up because maybe they just didn't know or maybe they did, but they need to learn a lesson no matter what. Yeah. And there's, we will always, we'll do a lot more episodes on rules too, because I have dozens of stories too. Mm. And you do also about rules. But um, from today, we really just wanted you guys to understand red stakes, yellow, white, and then just a few etiquette rules and just tea boxes and stuff like that. Yeah. Just simplified version, because that's what we do best. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it. I'll see you at the golf course. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, we would love for you to share the podcast. 